Hello, and welcome to another special episode of How to Fail at College. I'm Paul Crowley. This is part two of a special project helping students develop their own podcast from start to finish. They are proud of the work they did, and what follows are the episodes they produced. Enjoy. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the Blank, What the Blank podcast. I'm your host, JJ, with my co-hosts, Diana, Avery, and Briley. So let's get this episode started. What do y'all think about that South Carolina weather? Like y'all, y'all enjoy it. Y'all don't like it. You like that it's summer now, and it's like really hot. It's like eighty degrees every day. Humid. I don't like it. I feel the weather is really bipolar here. One week it's all sunny and hot, and then the next it's all rainy and humid. I agree, but I enjoy when it's rainy and humid. Do you? But why though? Because it's fun to go outside when it's raining. You like running in the rain. You're one of those people. I feel adventurous. Oh, that's cool. Diana, what's your opinion? It sucks. You don't like it? No. Why? You just it's don't bipolar. like it? Yeah, yeah. bipolar. Yeah, mm-hmm. bipolar. Okay. Next question. What do you guys think about college textbooks and how much that costs? They're way too much. Yeah, yeah I agree. It's like... They need to cut it. <laughs> need to cut it. That's like $800 worth each textbook. That's crazy. That's like a way too much money. That's like enough for half a year of car insurance. Right I agree. There. I don't know how they expect us to pay that tuition when we have to pay for books and dorms and everything else mm-hmm. plus all the food we eat right mm-hmm. i know all right and then the next question will be what's y'all's favorite food favorite meal whatever you want it to be avery you just like mcdonald's right? or something Looking at me. because <laughs> we want questions. you to start <laughs> my favorite food is pizza as basic as that sounds probably because it's a good go-to mm-hmm. but a lot of times if I'm just hungry and I'm driving down the street, my favorite fast food is I'm going to go straight to McDonald's. I like that I like their chicken nuggets because the 20 piece is like a better deal than the 10 piece, so I always get the 20. And then their fries, like if you're just going to order fries like with that, like the medium's actually really cheap. So I mean, it's like not a, a bad deal. deal. For yeah. yeah, and also if you're not feeling the chicken nuggets, you can go ahead and get the number two, which is two cheeseburgers. It comes with fries and a drink, and it's awesome. I like how you I mean, memorized you your whole up. order, too. Do you just show up? Like, they already know? They already know, and I know a lot of people that work there where I'm from, so, you know, they'll toss in a couple extra ranches for me. Oh, dude, that's cool. Riley, what's yours? Um, well, my favorite food is pasta, but fast food would be Chick-fil-A. Okay, okay. Diana, what's your favorite? Pasta. Really? Why? And then fast fast food. <laughs> Wendy's. Really? Ew. Alright. <laughs> Alright, I don't know. Mine I I personally like I don't really like any specific foods. Like I'll have like I guess pasta too, like, you know, Alfredo or something like that. But like fast food, five guys. Had hands down. You can't beat a five guys burger. That's like What do you eat there? A burger. Just a like No, I get else? I get the fries and stuff too. Like what it's do you just put a on burger. the burger. Nothing, just cheese. I like. I just like the taste of the plain burger, like which is like just a normal cheeseburger. It's really good. What do you have a problem with me not liking to put stuff on it? It's I mean, just I just different. don't like. I don't like being. I don't like like putting too much stuff because then it kind of ruins the, the whole point of having a burger. I just would think you'd put ketchup and mustard on it too. No, I put I put ketchup. I just like I dip it in ketchup. 
You what? dip the burger what? in ketchup. Yes. What? You, is like, that a problem? Take, take, no. Oh, no, no, baby. What is I'm being for real. Yes, I dip the whole burger in. Oh, no, I get baby. the little cups that you get with yeah, the ketchup. How do you get a big burger in a little cup? I no, no, it's not a little <laughs> cup. No, 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 no. <laughs> come down, come down. It's like a big cup like this, right? And it's got, like, ketchup in it. And it's like a plastic little cup. And you're able, yes, you're able to dip the burger how? in the ketchup. I don't like putting, okay, I don't like putting it on because last time I asked them to put it on, they either put too little or too much and I hate that so I'm able to vary in like put <laughs> oh shut up I'm able to put as much as I want so that's how I like my burger like just dip, I like dip it in anything I'll dip in ranch too but five guys doesn't have ranch why y'all judging me yo I love my food like that okay y'all you... got me messed up <laughs> You're messed up. Oh, I'm messed up. Okay. It's just dips it in ketchup. Why not put ketchup on it? But, like, it doesn't matter, though. Okay. You could get, like, ketchup on the side and just put it on your side instead of dipping it. JJ, no. Anyway, I think think we're out of time. So we'll end it there with y'all judgmental (laughs) selves thinking about my burger. Thank y'all for listening to What the Blank Podcast. Goodbye. Hello everyone and welcome to our podcast. My name is Mia Davis. And my name is Ruby Wilson. We're here to feed you up straight facts. Eat it or spit it out. Today we'll be discussing how you survived that thing called early college. First, we're gonna start with ninth grade. You have AVID, civics, and physical science, and probably English one. And also PE. Yeah, okay, so ninth grade, the thing with AVID is every other year, you have it every other, you have it every other day. In ninth grade, you have it every day. Basically, it's a class to prepare you for college and get you organized. Civics, maybe your hardest class, maybe not. You do your work, your corner notes, how she asks, your significant seven summary, you're good to go. Physical science. It's probably hmm. a little bit more of a challenging class for freshmen. It's a harder science class. You do uh, car labs in there, and then it's just a lot of work because of the notebook. Your interactive notebook must be interactive. If you don't, you get like 50s and 40s on those, and you may potentially fail the class. Okay, that's pretty much ninth grade for you. Um, 10th grade, hardest class definitely has to be Mr. Chapel. Mr. Chapel teaches government economics, and in government economics, you do multiple p- projects. Like, there will never be a day that you're not doing anything because he requires work, has to be done, always needs to be done, and if it's not, you will fail. That's pretty it. And also in 10th grade, you start off with a few preparatory college classes. Uh, college 105, I mean, you can't fail the class. Yeah, and um, then AOT 165. Yeah. Spanish, you start off with Spanish 101, it's every other day. It'll kind of align with either AVID or College 105 or AOT. Yeah. And then 11th grade, that's your biggest year at early college because you'll be doing a thing called Junior Exhibition. That is the biggest project about all the three years of what you've done, such as your community service, service learning, um, any achievements uh, or awards that you have done. So community service basically is something you have to have 20 hours each year, so your freshman, sophomore, and junior year. And if you don't have those, then you're going to have to try really hard to get those. It can even kind of, as what they say, you won't graduate if you don't have those hours. 11th grade is also when you come in and you have like, some of you may have full college courses like second semester and you may still be taking like one high school class. Then first semester may be the same thing for you. But yeah, it's basically 11th grade. Okay, you also have this thing called advisory. Advisory is pretty easy. I mean, you go every Friday, 
it's early in the morning, sometimes in the afternoon, like if you're gonna do spring fling, or it's like a day when something happens. Or an advisory challenge. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Um, you hang out with these people for three years. You come to Bridge Week and you learn all about these people. They're considered your family, your brothers and sisters, whatever you want to call them. Yes, it's basically a big family environment on Friday with your advisory. Okay, and words from your very own 11th grade avid teacher, Mr. Do, boo-boo, y'all know him. Um, you need to show up. Always show up for a class because you'll be struggling like certain kids who we don't even notice when they come because they're never here. They're struggling right now. <laughs> um, do your work. That's probably the most one. You know, you need to ask for help. Like he said, while your ship is still afloat, don't ask when you're, when you're sinking because ain't nobody going to be trying to help you. Because you already are failing. <laughs> Uh, you're probably going to need to have a strong support system. Like, you're going to need people there for you. Someone that's going to be like, you got this, come on, you got this. And if um, you need that, Miss Fleming and Mr. Deach are always there. Even your advisory family. Um, Choose your friends wisely. Not everybody going to be there for you. You're going to have those people that's going to keep on downing you. That's why you need to work around goal-oriented people. People that's working for a goal. If you're working on people who don't care, then you're not going to succeed as well because you're like, if they don't care, I don't care. Make sure you surround yourself with positive people who are doing what they need to do to get where they want to be in life because you'll be doing the same thing. Um, you probably should um, don't procrastinate. Just let's not do that. When things are due, try to turn them in on time. I mean, I understand things happen, but don't let it always be excuse out there, excuse. I mean, some excuses you just hear and you're like, what? And that ever that many excuses, teachers won't believe you anymore and they won't care if you're suffering or failing because it's your job to do what you need to do to pass. Yep. And also, you need to work hard. And that's all the time we have today. Oh, yeah. Don't forget, tell your friends, parents, and teachers about us. We'll be back feeding you straight facts. See you next time, guys. Bye. Hello, freaks and geeks, and welcome to the first episode of Freaks, Geeks, and Where Fandoms Meet. My name is Haley. I'm Waffles. I'm Jess. And today we're going to be talking about how people ship YouTubers and interact to them day to day, like basically the do's and don'ts of being a fan. Mm -hmm. To begin with, we're going to start off by talking about shipping with... Uh, two like main ships, which is Jacksepticeye and Dan and Dan's on Fire and Amazing Phil. It's not Dan on Fire anymore. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Rip. Um, <laughs> to begin with, Markiplier and Jacksepticeye, they're shipped together and they're known as Ship Septiplier, mm -hmm. and they have been they're close. They used to be close friends, and they're both gaming YouTubers of the community, and. At this point, they actually had to step away from making videos with each other and had to go on to different people because of how the fans were pushing the two of them together and how it was taking a toll like on their lives, actually. And if you're not aware of what shipping is, it's whenever you take two either compatible or non-compatible people and put them into platonic relations, I mean, romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. Um... And then, but see, it gets to the point where some people take it into too far, where they actually like shove erotic fan fiction or fan art into the face mm -hmm. of the YouTubers, and it just makes it everything really uncomfortable. It's like seeing you and your friend doing it. It's not. It's just not. It, it, you just close the door really fast, and on YouTube, you can't really do that. Well, it's not the fact that fans make the fan art and, you know, write fan fiction and all that. That's great. Like, a lot of fandoms do that. But the thing is, is you can't just, you know, throw it in their face all the time and say, hey, look at this. 
please follow me. Look at this picture I drew of you making out with with your friend. Like, yes, yeah, it's, it's just it's uncomfortable because personally, if you saw that, most people would say it would be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of YouTubers actually take to talking about, like Jacksepticeye said, that it's fine that if they draw and they write it, just don't make it such a big deal to the point where they think it's reality, which mm -hmm. is a big p problem in a lot of fandoms. I think it's a lot of the younger fans, too. Like, the older fans understand, like, understand privacy and all that, but they're, the younger fans are like, oh my goodness. It's like, still, like, setting in this, like, new amazingness, like, oh my god, mm -hmm. kind of, like, overexcitement. And um, a lot of people, like Jack, they, like, they, they say that it's okay to do it, but just don't shove it in their face. But other YouTubers, such as Dan is Not On Fire, he likes to say, um, he says that he likes to make fun with it. Him and his best friend, Amazing Phil, they are allegedly dating, and they're not necessarily nobody, nobody's for sure except for them. Mm -hmm. But they, but he likes to pick fun at the younger fandoms, fans to saying like, saying like all this like erotic stuff is happening or like romantic stuff is happening, but it's not actually happening. Or if it is, then he's or he's just trying to mess with them. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes like. If it's an older fandom and like the fans are with them for a lot longer, you can kind of make it an inside joke or other stuff. While for some people who are so big, they really can't because such a large portion of the fans would flip it so fast. Well, if you remember like 2012 when they like, they were getting really close, but at the same time, you know, uh, the fans were getting crazier. They actually took a break, you know, from each other. Mm -hmm. Like they stopped being as close and kind of did you know away. the heterosexual thing where it's like we're friends so I gotta stay at least like five feet away from you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but yeah it's a big problem and but see the main problem with all of this is when they take it too far and they bring it into like a, their actual reality like when people they're mad at cons people like shove pornographic or erotic like writing or art in their face like like to their actual face and tell them say that you should be dating this person or you should be dating that person mm -hmm. it gets to the point where they're even they have even threatened like if they have any other romantic relationships they threaten those people mm -hmm. and it's been a problem with markiplier and jacksepticeye in the past that their girlfriends were actually threatened to, because she they were ruining septiplier but in the actuality, they weren't going to get together in the end anyways. I never understood why fans did that. Like, mm -hmm. it just, it just seems like a jerk thing to do. Yeah. You wouldn't tell, you wouldn't tell, you don't tell the person your crush is dating that you, that you want them to die. It's oh, terrible. Some people do, but that's, they're that's messed up. They, they messed up. That's illegal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, school shooter status. <laughs> but... The thing is, but some people, they want to believe it so bad, and that's actually, like, it's just, they want to believe it so bad, and they want to have nothing, like, outside affect it, mm -hmm. to where they're, like, away, or, like, a different thing is put between them, that they just want it to be perfect in their mind. Well, I have noticed that some do it just for attention, like, to that bring too. attention to their account, or their yeah. social medias, or whatever, which is, like, why... Why would you do that? That's kind of like a jerk move. Yeah, people, and it's even, um, not only do they, they have they threatened their their loved ones, they even, some fans even go, go as far to finding out where they live and, go, like, going up to their house and actually trying to put themselves inside of the place that they were, like, actually friends. 
But and that's not cool because everybody needs their privacy. Yeah, everyone deserves their own private mm-hmm. life. Or when they're at conventions, people will touch them inappropriately and stuff like that. It's like you don't want a random person when you don't know touch your head like randomly. Mm-hmm. It's like who the heck is doing? It's like if anything, if you want a hug or something, just ask them. And mm-hmm. most of the time, they're I think they're pretty open for that. Yeah, no, like it, but it goes so like whenever you go to their house, it goes as far as they even want to move. Like, people are, like, moving across the country to get away from where they work because people find out where they live. Yeah, just because of, like, pictures or other stuff that they've Mm -hmm. taken and people have, like, located it. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's all for this episode. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Stay freaky, geeks. (laughs) So today, you guys are listening to What's Really Behind the Doors. I'm Reagan. I'm Allison. I'm Taylor. I'm Savannah. So today we're going to be mentioning about the stereotypes in high school and today we're going to be referring to Mean Girls and what they got right and what they got wrong. Mean Girls is a movie uh, starring Lindsay Lohan and her name is Katie and she's a 16 year old girl who is from Africa. Her and her parents moved to the United States and she starts attending her first public school. While she's here she gets told to stay away from the plastics which is a clique and kind of like a trio. The group is led by Regina George, who is really, really mean, but very, very popular. Somehow, Katie becomes friends with this group, and she starts changing a little bit, her personality and the things that she does. And throughout the movie, there's a lot of drama, and uh, she goes through a lot of things uh, while trying to make friends and also while trying to find like a new love interest. In her efforts to get revenge on the group that changed her, um, unexpected things happen and she finds herself in the right place she's supposed to be in high school. There are a couple things that Mean Girls have wrong when it comes to high school. First of all, not every cheerleader dates the football player. It's true, like, not every guy is going to want to date the head chillin' because, I mean, some of them aren't nice, so it's normal for them not to date the normal stereotype just because they're probably the most popular people or that's what everyone thinks. I agree, and usually they end up dating, like, whatever girl they feel like they should be dating. It doesn't necessarily have to be the cheerleader or the popular girl or the nerdy girl. It's just whoever they're feeling at the time. Another thing is that bullies aren't always that straightforward. In Mean Girls, you notice that the bullies are very mean. And bullies are mean, but it's very exaggerated in the movie. Yeah, like usually they aren't as straightforward. Like they do it more online or they try and find different ways not to do it in front of your face. Mm -hmm. For examples of movies such as that, they show like people in high school throwing big house parties where people are getting arrested, getting drunk, people getting raped, certain things like that. But... Usually in high school, there aren't really big parties like that. They kind of over-exaggerate on those parts. Usually you just have a couple friends come over, maybe drink a little bit, but it's nothing as extreme as house parties where there's a lot of people and cops show up. Or even in high school, usually a lot of people are more so focused on school or they have work, and so they don't necessarily feel like going to the house party or they're just too exhausted from school, and so they just want to go home and sleep and not go to the house party. Another thing is that not all popular girls are rich. Another thing in Mean Girls is that it portrays popular girls as the most richest girls in the school, and that's not how it works. Your money doesn't buy you popularity. Your personality usually does. And just because Mean Girls portrays it as that, it's not true. Another thing in high school is that there are a lot of cliques. 
for example, in Mean Girls, like they usually portray as like the football players hanging out the football players, which is usually kind of true to a certain extent because they hang out more with each other, but it doesn't stop other people from talking to each other and being friends with each other. Yeah, like it's kind of like there's um, the jock group, the nerdy group. Yeah, usually they, they portray it as that, but in regular high school, it doesn't really work that way. People hang out with different with different people like from them like the cheerleaders will hang out with the football players or with the nerdy ones that they say and like the non-populars they all just kind of like mix in together and then they don't really they don't really just hang out with cheerleaders with cheerleaders and nerds with nerds it's a kind of a mix in real life that's the end of what's really behind the doors mentioning mean girls And that is the show for this week. Thank you for listening in. We appreciate any and all questions or feedback you have, so please reach out to us. We can be reached via email at failatcollege at gmail.com. We are also on Instagram with the name at failatcollege, and that can be found on Twitter with the username at pbcrowley. If you like the show, particularly these special episodes produced by students, leave us a great review on iTunes and let us know. The show was produced by me, Paul, and a special group of students this week. Our theme music comes from Brooke for Free, and the outro music is from Chris Stack. Until next time, we are How to Fail at College. Thank you for listening!